0: Hey there on this 11 24 2022. It's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. And I believe you're connected to this because you're ready for our Thanksgiving meditation, which will begin in just a few moments. Yay! Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. We're going to yeah. do this like a Sunday morning service in some instances, so I'm going to move out the way and let Brother Dennis do what he does. We'll kick this off in that manner, and then we, we got a jam-packed hour for you, and we'll be here. And I told Mama Belle that we'll go all the way to about quarter to 12.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. oh,
2: okay.
0: yeah. Yeah, go. You
2: know, you know.
0: Yeah, I think you so, have uh, some
2: food.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, so, so. The, the, the spirit will leave us at about six, about seven forty-five, but we are tearing to quarter to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> God bless you not Brother,
3: Brother if you will, sir, we got a lot to do today. Yes, sir. All right, thank you. Good morning and happy Thanksgiving to all. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you, thank you, thank you, not only today but every day for what you do for us. We just thank you that you can uh, provide for us, that you can take care of us, that you can love us. No matter what we do, you still love us. We just... Uh, Thank you that we can come not only to celebrate Thanksgiving but to celebrate uh, your your loving us, and I think that's important. And I think we have to remember that you know thankfulness is is, is every day, not just one day a year. And uh, we are thankful for what you've done for us, what your son does does for us. We just ask you bless this time together. Just bless the speaker. We just uh, touch everyone that's here. And those that couldn't make it, let them know that we love them and we're praying for them, not only today, but every day. We love you. God bless. Amen and amen.
4: Amen.
3: Amen.
0: Good morning again to all of you fine individuals here on this morning. I said we have a jam-packed service that we're going to Uh, participate in. We have a wonderful guest speaker that uh, we're going to try to get to in in about another 28 minutes and give a good half hour to, to, as we like to say, spit on you. uh, That'll be some good drizzle for your turkey. Uh, Dr. Shirley Augusty is here from Chesapeake and we're going to take some time to Uh, have her pray over the city of Chesapeake and the sign of friends over there that has been through some great turmoils uh, on this uh, past weekend, or week should I say. And uh, we're going to also take some time to partake in the Holy Sacrament, so go get your your, your, your nice little vanilla wafer and your glass of Lipton iced tea or if you one of them people who believe in the true legacy of the Christianity or the Christian faith, you might have you a bottle of real good juice in there. And don't drink all of it because y'all get drunk on this line, it ain't my fault. <laughs> and again, you at home, so y'all do what y'all want to do. Blessing Jesus. And so we'll get... We'll get started with that in a minute. But before we get to all of that, uh, Mama Bell, if you can go over there and so ceremoniously bang on the keys, we'll be all right.
1: Okay. Um...
0: again. Good morning. What we wanted to do this morning, and Mama Bella will definitely be back to join us again before our speaker comes and, and serenades us. We wanted to take an opportunity to uh, be thankful, of course, but also to uh, look back over some of the historic activity that has happened uh, with us this year we've uh we've had a lot of folks that come through for public office we've did a few ordinations and so forth and so on and so a lot of things has definitely happened over the course of this year and so we wanted to be thanking. We wanted to be praying, and we wanted to be looking to the future. That's our theme today, thanking, praying, and advancing. And in that mindset, we have Brother Mark Askew. I believe he has joined us, and he's going to come and read a good scripture for us. And then after he comes, uh, he ran for Norfolk City Council, not Norfolk City Council, but Norfolk School Board. So he's going to read a scripture for us, and then... After he comes, Dr. Shirley Augustine from Chesapeake also ran for school board is going to pray for us. Or over Chesapeake, should I say. We're going to do it like that. Dr. Mark, are you here?
5: Good morning there, sir. How are you?
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm doing well.
5: Hey, that's good, um, Brother Eric. You know, I had a particular scripture that I thought I was going to read, but for some reason, given uh, this recent tragedy, I wanted to go back to uh, my staple, uh, which is uh, found in Jeremiah uh, 29, 11. But I'd like to kind of just to uh, start at the uh, fourth verse. Uh, I'll be uh, reading the um, the living uh International version, okay? And uh, it reads thusly: uh, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon Build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too have sons and daughters increase in numbers there do not decrease also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers you too will prosper Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When seventy years I completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place, for so I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me, and I Come and pray to me and I will listen to you you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart I will be found by you declares the Lord and I will bring you back from captivity and I'll just stop right there Brother Eric and I'd just like us to do um, just a quick summation is that the, the children that were in exile, They were like, Nebuchadnezzar was the king at the time. And Nebuchadnezzar was pretty much had their, their foot on their neck. And so they're saying, we need to get out of here. And what God says, the absolute reverse. He says, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to plant. You're going to have family. So it's like the old Snickers commercial. Just take a Snickers. It's going to be a while and he said don't worry about what you want God is saying I have the plan so I just think to church everyone today is that we just got to realize no matter what's going on in our life God actually has the plan and we need to rest in that plan and just to pray for uh, wisdom discernment so that as he mentioned those coming prophesizing lies in his name uh, will not find any favor or persuasion in our lives so brother i appreciate you allowing me to uh, share that
0: dr shirley if you join us we thank you dr mark for that wonderful i call everybody doctor but uh, if you could (laughs) think about this morning as dr shirley she really is a doctor comes and prays all of your friends over in chesapeake if you have any friends out there Uh, me and dr shirley was talking uh, that, that used to be my favorite Walmart, used to be. And now Walmart comes to me. And uh, we'll talk about that later on down the road. We're not going to spend our time today. But Dr. Shirley's coming to pray over Chesapeake. And, and any friends that you have out there, if you just keep them on your mind, uh, any friends that might have been in that store, we're thankful that they made it out. And so we're going to pray, Dr. Shirley.
2: Yes, first and foremost, I want to say good morning to everyone and happy, happy Thanksgiving. Despite the issues, despite the sorrows, despite the pain and temptations and everything that is taking place, we must still be thankful for today. I know some people might be saying, how can we be thankful for today? How can I be happy? You know, so many have lost so much and they are absolutely right. We all have experienced loss in some way, shape, or form, but we are still here, and therefore we must find ways to uplift those who are suffering, uplift those who have gone through, and uplift those who are still going through. Because if everybody stays oppressed, there's no way that any of us will ever make it out of the darkness. There must be light in darkness to sh- for others to be able to, Come out of that darkness. Think of the times that you've suffered, the thing of the times that you've had some sort of a pain, and it took somebody to share a smile or a hug or to give you an uplifting word, and that helped you come out your darkness. So, despite everything that is taking place, and yes, Chesapeake is my city, I say happy thanksgiving and glory and be glory be to our lord and savior jesus christ who died on the cross so we might be able to be safe and we might be able to stand up and say god have peace on us all god be with those who are suffering and in pain and don't understand why there's a lot that goes on in our lives and we don't always understand why but god tells us that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And so I choose to stand on the word of God and I believe that despite this horrible tragedy, God is saying, it's time to stand up. It's time to stand up and give him the praise, but most of all, it's time to stand up and stand up for something you believe in. And for me, as I do believe in my city, Chesapeake, I grew up here. And it breaks my heart to see what has happened. Many times we think that this can't happen to me. This can't happen in my area. Oh, that is just that area. They have issues. And it cannot happen here. It cannot happen to me, my family, my friends. But what people forget to understand, tragedy, darkness, temptation is never Far behind, and this is the reason why it is important that we stay in prayer and we pray for protection for those we love, for ourselves, because evil is always lurking around, looking to see who it can devour. Scripture tells us, Deuteronomy 31:6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Proverbs 21.11 says, Discretion will protect you. And understanding will guard you. Despite that, the says, he won't be going to that Walmart. I stand on God's word. I will not let fear, people, or anything stand in my way of living life. Yes, there was a tragedy. But no matter where we go, what we do, tragedy is always waiting and lurking and trying to devour us. Are we going to walk in fear? Are we going to hide and allow fear to consume us? For all those that live in Chesapeake and for all those who live elsewhere, know that fear kills dreams. Fear destroys relationships. And so for that reason, I say do not let fear hold you down. And I want us to pray and keep all those uplifted in Chesapeake. Father, we come before you, giving you honor and glory. And we say thank you for today. We are right now lifting up all the families, all the people who have suffered a loss, all those people who knew the person that caused such tragedy. We ask that you be with them, guide them, and keep them. But help the families that are angry, that are hurt and suffering. Give them peace. You said if we come to you, we pray to you, despite the pain, you will give us some sort of a peace. We don't understand why these tragedies are happening, not just in Chesapeake, but throughout the country. We want to uplift Chesapeake and all other areas that are suffering and experiencing all these senseless vows. Be with us, Father. Give us an answer of how we can go about to overcome these challenges and these violences. We pray for protection, and we ask that you be with all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. We need to, uh, Dr. Shirley, maybe we'll get together. We'll... Uh, walk around Chesapeake or something, have a little prayer meeting. We need to get you out there doing a revival in Chesapeake (laughs) in just a few moments. And uh, we're going to do that a little bit later, but we want to transition now. You're getting ready. First of all, thank Dr. Shirley for that beautiful prayer and all the fine people of Chesapeake. Uh, We are definitely keeping you in our prayers, and we're going to uh, continue to do that as the weeks and months go forward. Um, but we're transitioning now. Pastor Booth is going to come in just a few moments. And as I said today, we're praying, we're thanking, and we're advancing, uh, looking towards the future. Uh, our scripture is going to be in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, I believe it is, our Our speaker may be dealing with that. I'm not going to put that in her mouth, but she might have her thoughts in that direction. But right now, Pastor Booth is coming to do our intercessory prayer and then lead us into our communion. We ask that you would get whatever you have to celebrate. Uh, you've been in the house almost three years before now, so I'm sure that you stocked up on communion wafers and juice and crackers, so you got some somewhere. And get those things out. Before he comes, I ask you to take this time as a personal reflection, a personal moment of process. Uh, the scripture says, let a man examine himself before he partake. Uh, you might need to send somebody a text this morning. They might cuss you out because it's early, but then again, it's Thanksgiving. Everybody got their hands on a bird somewhere. But you might want to tell them that you're sorry, that you apologize. Uh, you cussed them out last week, some of them in your mind. They don't even know it. Whatever your issues are, we want to go to the to the proverbial table, if you will, with a clean heart and a clean mind. And not only that, there are people who are suffering at the house. That's one of the things that we have done around here for so long, is we have been a community for people who cannot get out. There's some who will not have Thanksgiving in their homes, but they're going to have it in a hospital bed. Uh, some folks are scheduled to be home as our friends in Chesapeake, and you go around that Walmart and you'll see a whole lot of cars that are there, those are the cars that they're going to have to tow away because they're not coming back. The people who have lost from COVID, so many still losing from COVID. All of these individuals that deserve our prayers, Pastor Booth comes to pray over our families and over our friends and to lead us into the communion, I ask you to join him in that factor. Pastor Booth. Most gracious God, our Father, we thank you, we honor you this morning for waking us up and Clothing us in our right mind and giving us the activities of our limbs. We thank you, Father, for giving us this opportunity to come before you as a people now to join our faith together, to pray to you, our God, our Lord and our Savior. We thank you, Lord, for salvation. We thank you for your gift of your son. We thank you for his birth, his life, his death, and his resurrection. We thank you for the promise of your Son, the gift of your precious Holy Spirit that lives in us and abides with us, that corrects us and reminds us of who you are and of your word. And we praise you for that. This morning we come, Lord God, on this Thanksgiving day to thank you and to. Give you glory and to pray for families and to pray for our surroundings, Lord, and we come and we come to you because we can, because you said that we could, Father, there are many Lord God, that are sitting around this morning, not uh not having uh the desire to praise you and because they're looking at so many things that that are obstacles in their way, that they feel that this hindering them to praise you. But Father, I pray and we pray for them that they will understand who you are in spite of where they are and their circumstances, that you are yet still God, that you are able to do all things, and God, that their very breath in their body means, Lord God, that you have given them another opportunity and so we pray for those who have hung down heads. We pray for those who have heavy hearts. It may be because of the loss of a loved one. It may be because they don't have no one in their lives, Lord. They don't know whether they have a sister or a brother. Never seen laid eyes on their parents. Lord God, there are some people that uh, are heavy this morning because loved ones are gone. Father, we lifted up before you so many circumstances that that people are dealing with it, dealing with it emotionally, they're dealing with it spiritually, Lord God. And, and they are trying to get their mind and they're trying to get the, wrap their thoughts around this thing called life. And Father, we just pray, Lord God, that they will come to understand who you are, just like we were one day. One day, we didn't understand the, the, the importance of saying thank you. We didn't understand the importance of giving you the praise. But you illuminated our eyes and our hearts that we have. And you, you, you showed us who you were. Some of us was like Thomas. We had to put our hand in the hole in your hand. Some of us was like Many of those who turned their back and and walked away said, there is no God. But one day we met you. Some of us met you on that Damascus road. And we thank you for meeting us and loving us so much. We we, we was messed up. We didn't know which way to go. But you found us. And you revealed unto us who you were. And we thank you. But Father, we pray for those, Lord, God, that find find themselves in a place of
1: hopelessness,
0: not having direction and knowing which way to go. Father, we pray for the heavy hearts of those who have experienced loss and tragically. Lord, God, those of them, God, naturally, Lord, people are paining now. Their hearts are heavy. And, Father, we just pray for them, Lord God. We we come and we lift them up before you right now. Father, there are many others, Lord God, that have the spirit of suicide all, all of them. But we pray, God, that that spirit will be loose from them. Disband the thoughts of, of all of the evilness that the, the, the enemy is so, so, so ever place and before their eyes we pray God that the power of who you are the blood would cover that they will walk out of those circumstances and and this and every lie that the enemy has told them Lord God that they was would, they were would disbanded Lord God that they would hit the delete button mm-hmm. and allow it to dissipate and come from their thoughts and their minds God, we thank you, Lord God, as we look to you, as we look to Calvary, as we look as you received the nails in your hands and nails in your feet and the crown of thorns on your head. Lord, pierced in your side. Seven different times you bled for us. As we look to the cross, as we look to go Golgotha, as we look at that gr- grist of cold, chilly. Oh, God, night, Lord God, where you was wounded for our transgression. You was bruised for our iniquity and the chastisement of our peace was upon you. And with your stripes, Lord God, we are healed. As we look to that, that's the hope that we have now. And that's the hope that we have for every street. That's the hope that we have for every home, every city, every county, every state, yay, this nation, even the world. That's the hope. And we pray that that hope will be discovered by every man. that he too, Lord God, will receive the finished work of the cross. And God, as we look to you to take these, these sacraments, Lord God, that represent your body, that, that represent your blood. We pray, Lord God, that it will be a total healing, both spiritual, natural. God, we pray, Lord God, that it will, will soothe our spirits and heal our bodies and recommit our commitment to you. You
4: are our God. Yes,
0: and it's in you that we put our trust.
4: We trust you, Lord.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We trust you over our emotions. We trust you over the news. We trust you. And we thank
1: you, and we put you.
0: And we give your name the glory in Jesus' name. We pray now. As a custom of our prayer here, that we take a few moments and meditate. Maybe there are some things there, some areas that I didn't pray for this morning. Maybe it's on your heart. Let's take a few moments, and you talk to your Father, your God. He knows your voice. Come on, let's talk to Him. Let's talk to Him now. Jesus name we pray amen and amen if you have not already did not get the cue when he was giving it we can take a few moments and partake in our our sacraments the body of our Lord it's blood. the one thing that I kind of despise about religion is it kind of made it more traditionalized and not personalized it's a personal moment between you and your creator for you to remember it's a marriage proposal it's a an opportunity to one to express their love to you as our Savior did he expressed love to his friends so if you do that if you're around the table with your family it's a great opportunity to share with each other all do it at the same time and then hold each other's hands and you have a personal moment. Don't mind what's going on in your house with you. That's why I like how we do this here because it gives us that time to, to deal with our own issues inside of the walls of our domicile. So we'll give you a quiet moment to do that. songwriter that asked a question one day. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make one whole again, he asked again. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious, is that flow. That makes me white as snow, no other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And all those in agreement with that respond with a howdy. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, it's preaching time. We give our speaker, uh, we might get her up in a, another two or three minutes, depending upon how long Mama Bell will take to bang on the keys. She'll have a good good 30 minutes to to speak to us. and, and Then afterwards, as you know, we'll have a lot of praying around here. We did that a lot today. Y'all ought to be good and prayed up by the time we get out of church today.
1: You,
0: and so, Elder Cama Simpson is going to be our speaker in just a minute. We'll give her time to introduce herself and tell her what she does and how she does it, and, and you'll get to know a little bit about her a little bit later. And then afterwards, my dear granny will will pray over us, and we'll be ready to go home. Like I said, somewhere between quarter to 8 and quarter to 12. And anytime after quarter 8, it's her fault. I got to do it. Y'all cuss at her. <clears throat> But before that, Mama Bell, if you would give us our lovely sermonic selection and 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 give uh, Elder Simpson that that warm fuzzy feeling before she preaches, that you give me, Elder Simpson, but Mama Bell does her sermonic selections and make you feel like you can run and really tell it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna let Mama Bell do that, and hopefully that same feeling will get on you. And after Mama Bell finishes. As we used to say down at the other church, the next boss you hear will be that of Ella Tama W. Simpson. Okay.
6: Everyone that's on the line this morning. Um, my name is Tammy W. Simpson, Elder Tamara Simpson, and um, I have the privilege this morning of bringing you the word. First of all, I would like to do what is what is known as you know proper pro- protocol for us being here. I give honor and grace to Elder Eric Deshaun Barrett, my my brother in Christ, um, my fellow fellow ordination, candidate for ordination um, as of September the 25th this year. I honor him and I honor the first virtual church this morning that we are having the opportunity to worship with. This morning, I'll be bringing the word of God from the text of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, but I will give you several other scriptures um, to, to aid in what I'm, I'm here to, to um, share with you this morning. So I encourage you, if you would, to get your pad and your pencil so you can write down the scriptures, and then at your leisure, go back and read them and mutter over them, meditate over them, and let them, let the word of the Lord give you life in the areas that you need it. Let it be health to all of your flesh in the area that you need it. So um, with that being said, I'll just share just a little bit about me, and then I'll, we'll go into the word I'll pray and then we we'll are going to the Word. Um, I come from a small um, town in Chester, in South Carolina, by the name of Chester, South Carolina, and um, I'm grateful that I um, was the, the, um, the child of a, of a single parent, but my mother was very strong in the things that she believed in. She's very strong and disciplined. She's very strong in, in living right to the best of her ab- ability. Um, my family was known that we were the ones that um, would take anyone off the street and love them as they were our own. So that is my legacy that I carry on me, that I love people um, deeply, and I'm a servant. My my, my family um, serves. We serve people um, in every capacity that we could serve that the Lord would allow us to serve. And as a result of that, we were recognized in the community for having love and having compassion upon people. Um, I was called into the ministry when I was 14, just recently ordained as an elder um, in the Church of Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I'm I'm honored. I'm honored. Professionally, I am in the finance world, I hold a bachelor's degree in in accounting, and um, I use that in, in my professional career. So with all that said, um, in a nutshell, I love the Lord, and I've been serving God for a long time, and I'm honored to be here. Let's, let's pray, and then we'll get into the word of God. I will ask you on your, your end, my brothers and my sisters, if you will mute your line because Elder Eric is recording this, and for some they're going to go back and have to hear it. And meditate on what's being said, what the Lord is saying to us through this word this morning. So if you would, if you would reach your, reach your lines until Elder Eric gives you the instruction to unmute at some point in this service. Um, so if you would do that, I'll appreciate it. Thank you so much. We love you this morning. Again, before, if I don't say it again, um, happy Thanksgiving to all of you, everyone, every family that is represented on the line, happy Thanksgiving and blessings to your home. Now, Father, this morning, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. We bless you for this word this morning. We bless you for the spirit of Christ. We bless you, Father God, for the teacher, the master teacher, the Holy Spirit, who is present with us on this line. We thank you that he would think through my mind and that he would speak through my lips. I thank you that I would hear accurately what the spirit of God has to say and we and lay it, we lay it with clarity to those that are on this line. Father God, right now we come against every spirit of distraction. We come against every spirit of hindrance that will not allow your people, your sons and your daughters that are on this line to hear the, what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to the church this morning. Father God, I thank you that we have ears to hear. Father God, and that we're not hearers only, but we're doers of the word. And I proclaim that over this, this congregation this day. I thank you for the opportunity. I declare, Father God, Lord, that they are good ground. Their hearts are good ground and that the seed of the word will go into their hearts and that the seed will flourish, flourish, Father God, and bring forth fruit, and that fruit will remain in their lives. So, Father, we thank you for it. Thank you that your word is life to us, health to all of our flesh, and we give you glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I'm going to be reading in your hearing um, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And I'm going to read it from three different versions of the, of, of, of that verse. And each one is going to get clearer and clearer. By the, by, I believe by the, by the, by the, the Spirit of God, it's going to get clearer and clearer, clearer to you what the writer of Hebrews was trying to say by the Spirit of God to the church. Um, so. As we begin, I just want to say that this morning that we, by way of of topic uh, or um, title of sermon, um, we are thanking, T-H-A-N-K-I-N-G, like Thanksgiving. We are thanking, we are praying, and we are advancing. And I'm going to put this on the end of this, Elder Eric. We are advancing this this Thanksgiving morning with the Finisher's Anointing. So we are thanking God. We are praying to God, and we are advancing in the kingdom of God with the finishers anointing. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, and I'm reading from the King James Version, it says, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Verse 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the, of the throne of God. Now I'm going to read that same, the same passage. In the New Living Translation, Hebrews chapter 12, 1 and 2, New Living Translation, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily traps us. Let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Verse 2 says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. It says, because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Last version, the Amplified. Hebrews chapter 12, 1 and 2, and then Amplified. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith testify to the truth of God's of absolute faithfulness, we are stripping off every unnecessary weight in the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance. And act to persistence the race that is set before us. It says in verse 2, looking away from all that was that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfector of our faith. He is the first incentive of our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Who for the joy of accomplishing the goal before him that was set before him, endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. We are talking this morning. I'm told
1: that a case was coming, a girl who had no place to go. The county had placed her in our house for a few days until we could decide what to do, or, more precisely, until the family was reunited. We were to be nice to her and not fight. Mama didn't know what happened the
2: people, The battle old dog breathed love, had burned up his house, gone upside his wife's head, and everybody, as a result,
1: was outdoors. Outdoors, we knew. Okay,
6: I'm, I'm, I'm hearing background from someone. If you can reach your phone on your side. If everyone can leave their phone on their side, I appreciate it. Because we want the Word of God to go forth this morning without any distractions so everyone can can hear the Word of God and can be healed in whatever area they need to be healed in. Because as we're talking about, we are thanking God, we are praying to God, and we are advancing in the kingdom of God with the Finisher's anointing. I just read into your hearing first, I mean excuse, me, Hebrews chapter 12, verse one and two. and I just want to say this morning that we, as we thank God, this scripture is talking about the great cloud of witnesses, those of us, those, those of us who have loved ones, that know people that have gone on to heaven, who were born again and, and believers, and we know and we believe by, by, by faith that they, re- they reached heaven. Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews is saying to us that these people are cheering us on. These people, according to Hebrews 12 and 1, in the Amplified version says, these are the people whose faith testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness. These are the people that are cheering us on, and whatever faith you find yourself in, you have a crowd of witnesses in heaven saying you can do it. You can make it. You can walk, continue in this walk of faith. Someone is cheering you on. So we are thankful to God for that. We're thankful for for our loved ones that have gone on to glory and have joined in that great chorus, that great crowd of witnesses that are cheering us on to continue in the faith, to continue walking by faith and not by sight, who are cheering us on to continue to believe God for the impossible because we serve an impossible God. We serve a God that operates and specializes in the impossibilities of life. So those people, they're cheering us on. Just a couple, just last week, last week, last Friday, um, uh, my spiritual father went home to meet with the Lord, great man of God, great teacher of faith. So now he has joined that great host of cheering me on to victory. So, and, I'm, and I'm sure everyone on this line knows someone, a family member, that has joined that great cloud of witnesses. So we're thankful to God. That's, our part, that's a part of our, our, our sermon where we're thanking God for, for this. We're thankful and we're so grateful to God. But their faith was a testimony to the faithfulness, the absolute faithfulness of God. And I want you to hear that. The people that have gone on before us who who are now in heaven cheering us on, who we are thanking God for now, their faith was a testimony to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness to us. And I just want that to, to hang there for a minute so you can realize who we're talking about this morning, why we're thanking and praising God this morning. The Bible tells us this. In 1 John 3 and 1, and I, as, as I said, I was going to, I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures, and I want you to write them down and um, read them at your leisure. The Bible says in First John chapter 3, Verse 1, I'm just going to go to that first part of this scripture here. It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. The sons of God. No matter what your gender is on this line, the scripture calls you the son of God. So it says, What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Now, I'm going to try, I'm pulling this in because Hebrews says a lot. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says um, that we, because of this great cloud of witnesses, he tells us to strip off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us and let us run with endurance and active persistence, the race that is set before us. As sons of God, we've been called to run this race of faith. We've been called to run, to live this life as a believer. But the Bible lets us know that in order to do that, we have to lay aside every weight and every sin. This morning I said to you that we are, we are thinking, we're thanking God, we're praying and advancing, and, and advancing this morning in the kingdom of God with the finishes of Northern. How do, why are you saying that, Elder Tanner? Because verse 2 says this that Jesus, after he had endured the cross, he sat down. He finished it and he sat down. So I'm believing God that at the end of this message, we're going to pray for you and that God would give you to finish his anointing. But before we get there, we got to deal with some stuff. But I want you to know who you are first, and the reason why we're dealing with how we have the authority to deal with stuff, stuff. So the Bible says in 1 John 3 and 1, Behold what manner of, of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. We're called the sons of God because the Father loves us. He has bestowed his love upon us. Then in verse 2 of that same chapter of 1 John 3, verse 2, 2a, it says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Now are we the sons of God. So I'm establishing who we are first of all. Who we are. We are sons of God. The Bible tells us in in John chapter 1, the book of John, chapter 1, in verse 12. I'm giving you time to write it down. John chapter 1, and verse 12 and 13, it says, But as many as received him, received who, who received Jesus to, them gave Jesus, to them Jesus gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name, which was born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You are a son of God because you have been born of God. Of God, you have been born of God, born again, born of God. So you are a son of God. I just I'm just establishing that in your hearing. Now the Bible tells us again, going back to Hebrews chapter twelve, it tells us stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, he gives us instructions. He said, let us, let us run with endurance. Let us run with active persistence the race that is set before. us." So in order to run this race as a believer, in order to run this, this race of walking in the spirit and not in the flesh, we have to lay aside every sin. Every weight, everything that has beset us in 2022, I'm telling you, you cannot take it in 2023. So, therefore, I'm praying that you receive the finishers' anointing and you deal with that sin, you deal with that weight that is besetting you so you can run accurately. You can run without any weight, you can run with precision the race that is set before you. But you have to deal with the sin. You have to call the sin by its name and lay it to the, in every weight to the side so you can run freely. You know, if you're running up a hill and you got something on your back, you're not going to run as fast as the man that's running in the race with you and he doesn't have anything on him. So the Bible tells us, we are to lay aside every weight. Hebrews says, and the Amplified verse says, stripping off every unnecessary weight. That's something that you have to do personally. I can see I can see your life, yes. I can see some areas in your life that make or be sure enough. But you know what? I can't do, I can't strip off of you what needs to be stripped off. This thing is personal. So what I'm saying to you is what I'm doing in my personal life. I reevaluated. This morning before we took communion, Elder Eric asked us to take a few moments. You might even need to call or text someone and say I'm sorry. But he instructed us to take a few moments and examine ourselves before we take communion this morning. Pastor Booth came back and said the same thing. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Hebrews 12.1 is telling us, strip off every unnecessary weight and the sin which is so easily and cleverly entangling us so that we can run with endurance and with active persistence the race that is set before us. You as a son of God can do this. You as a daughter of God can do this. But you have to be honest with yourself. You have to examine your own life. Jesus said in one place, you know, take the most out of your own life, out of your own eyes. Take the beam out of your own eyes. He gives us the opportunity to act like we're sons, to examine our own selves. So I'm encouraging you this morning and I pray that you're here with the Spirit of God is saying through this word, that in order for us to finish strong 2022, because we have to finish it. You can't walk over into 2023 with things left undone, sin undealt with, weights you're still carrying. God is saying, no, we're not doing that this year. We've done it in the past, surely but not for 2022. We're going to finish 2022 strong. We're going to finish and button up everything that needs to be buttoned up and finished in 2022. We will not take it. We will not take the sin that is besetting us into 2023. We're stripping it off of us. So, Father, we thank you. Then it says in verse 2, Again, it says, looking away from all that will distract us. So it's something that we have to do ourselves. I can't walk up to El Barrett and turn his head. If he wants to turn his head to the right, I can't turn it to the left. He has to turn it to the left himself. This is something that we as the sons of God have to do. It says, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus. focusing our eyes on Jesus. The Bible says the one who is the author and the professor of our faith, He is the first incentive of our belief system. He is the one who brings our faith to maturity but we have to turn our eyes from the things that distract us and focus our eyes on Jesus. So this morning, as we're thanking God for our cloud of witnesses, as we're praying to God that we will lay aside every weight and sin that besets us, we are focusing our eyes on Jesus because he is the one who perfects our faith. He is the one that brings our faith to maturity. He is the one that's going to enable us to finish this race. He is the one who's going to give us the endurance to endure the race to the end. But we have to, on our own selves, we have to be accountable to ourselves and turn our eyes from distractions. We have to be accountable and strip every sin that possesses us from our lives and lay aside every weight. We have to do that as sons of God. No one else can do it for you. Not your pastor, your bishop, your mother, your grandmother, your, your husband, your wife, your children, your friends. No, you have to strip every sin from your life. You have to lay. We, let, me, let, me, let, let me go back us Let me go back We have to strip every sin from our lives. We have to lay aside every weight. We have to turn our eyes from distraction, and we have to focus on Jesus, who is the finisher. He is the author, the beginner, the initiator of our faith, and he is the perfecter of our faith. He is the one that's going to bring us into maturity in this race we call life in this race we call of the life of a, of a believer. I'm going to give you several other more, some more scriptures, but I just want you to, to write them down because I don't want to go over my time. Um, Psalms 32, verse 8. Psalms 32, verse 8. I'm going to read this one, but write this one down. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 and 34. To 20, 22 through 34. Matthew 6, 22 through 34. Here Jesus is saying, he's saying your eye must be single. Meaning you can't be double-minded. You can't serve sin and serve me. You can't serve the devil and serve God. You've got to have a single eye. That's what Matthew six, um, 6 tells us in verse 22. And then it goes on to say, he says as you make your eye single, he, he doesn't want us to think, that because we make our eyes single, but because we choose to live for God, that we're going to miss anything. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom, and everything, everything that you desire shall be added unto you. But seek ye first the kingdom. Again, turn your eyes from destruction and focus on Jesus. Another scripture I want you to write down, Luke chapter 9, verse 62. And just to let you know, that's what you're saying, what Jesus is saying, if a man put his hand to the plow and looks back, he's not fit. So you, as son, a son of God, you have laid your hand to the plow in order to secure, securely, that, secure that grip that you have on the plow. Hebrews tells us to lay aside every sin and to wait. So I'm encouraging you as sons of God to ask God for the finisher's anointing. James chapter 1 tells us how that, 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 that God calls us into this thing. And that, and, but let, let me read, let me read. Um, I want to read Psalms. Psalm 32 and, 32 and verse 8. I told you that my first, one of my first scriptures, Father went home to be with the Lord. And this is one of, this is one of his favorite scriptures. Psalm 32 verse 8 says this. And I'm going to read this. He says that, it says, "I." this is, this is the Lord speaking through, through the writer of this psalm. He said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide you with my eyes. I'm saying that that as you focus on Jesus, as you do what Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 tells us to do, as we turn our eyes from destruction and we focus on Jesus, Jesus promises to instruct us. He promises to teach us. He promises to show us the way that we should go. He promises, he promises to guide us. So you're not left alone in this thing called the race of the believer. He is right there. But you've got to focus your eye on him. You've got to focus your eye on him. Write these scriptures down if you would. I'm not going to go into them. Any, any further, James 1.4, Hebrews 12 and 7, James 1.12, Hebrews 10.36, Romans 8.28, which tells us that everything is working together for our good. So no matter what you think is going to fall out after you lay aside your sin, after, after you you you, you you strip yourself of the sin and lay out any weight that besets you. I don't care what you think is going to go wrong, but God says in Romans eight, it's going to work together for your good. If you keep your you your focused on Jesus, then write down First Corinthians ten thirteen. Write down Colossians chapter one, verse nine through fourteen. Then lastly, write down Romans 6, 10, and 11. Mm-hmm. Again, I just want to encourage you that this Thanksgiving Day, November 24, 2022, as we enter these last days in the year of 2022, we are ending them with the Finisher's anointing. Everything that needs to be taken care of in this year, we will take care of it by the grace of God and the strength of God. Every, every, every conversation that you, listen to me closely, every conversation that you need to have that you think is very hard to have, that hard conversation that needs to be had before December 31st, 11 59 2022. I'm believing God to give you the finishes of anointing to have the conversation. Because that conversation is tied to a weight in your life that Hebrews chapter, chapter 12, verse 1 is telling us to lay aside. So that hard conversation, you've got to have it. You've got to finish it. You have to have it. I'm speaking to someone by the Spirit of God. You have to have that hard conversation. And I'm encouraging you with the Word of God that when you have it, you have to know that everything is going to work together for, for your good because you're called of God. You're loved by God. You are a son of God. So I'm asking you to hear me because I'm saying this to you by the spirit of God, the hard conversation. I'm saying it again. This is going to be my last time I say it. You will have to have it. And I'm praying now, God, give them strength. Give them strength of character. Give them courage, God. To have that hard conversation because your anointing, your destiny is tied to that conversation. And I'm saying this to you by the Spirit of God. So you have to have it before you go into 2023. The Spirit of God said, don't take it. You will not. If you take it into 2023, it's going to be very detrimental to you. So again, I'm going to read in your hearing, hearing, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, in the Amplified, and I'm going to turn it back over to um, Elder Eric. The Bible says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by their faith testify to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight, and the sin was so eagerly and cleverly. Understand that sin is clever. Sin can be easy to do. But what sin don't tell you, it'll keep you longer than you want to stay. And it'll make you pay more than you, you, got to, you have money to pay. It'll strip you of everything that you hold dear. So the Bible is telling us, Drip off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. He says, let us run with endurance and action persistence the race that is set before us. Verse 2 says, looking away from all that would distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author. And the perfector of our faith. He is the, he Jesus is our first our first incentive of what we believe, and he is the one who brings our faith to maturity. Jesus, it says that he for the joy. Who for the joy? Jesus did this of a, he did this for accomplishing the goal. He set before him that was set before him. The Bible says he endured the cross, disregarding the shame. Do you not know that when Jesus was crucified, that was the that was the that was the act of humiliation for a criminal. That was an act that the Roman government set in place to bring about shame. Not only were you going to be ki- I'm not not only was the government going to kill you but they were going to shame you in killing you. So that crucifixion that crucifixion was an act of shame. So the Bible says he disregarded the shame and died on the cross for you and I. But the Bible says that he finished what he came to do. He said he sat, he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing to us, his deity, revealing to us his authority and showing us that he completed his work. So you and I, brothers and sisters on this line, we have the finishers anointing because we have Christ on the inside of us. So every hard conversation, every sin, every weight that we need to throw off of us so that we can focus on Jesus going into 2023 properly, we can do it. God bless you. Elder Eric, I yield myself to you. Amen.
3: A
0: wonderful word. We want to appreciate Elder Tamma Simpson for joining us on this morning. And I appreciate your time. You have uh, given me and uh, the first virtual a wonderful amount of your Thanksgiving morning, and I do appreciate it. And if I can have about uh, three or to five more minutes for grandmother, my dear grandmother, to close us in prayer. But also, the line of Judah, Bishop. If you're there, you can uh, uh, give a good shout out to all of your fine friends who joined us this morning. If not, are you there, Bishop? Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm here, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you wanna tell Evangelist Karen and all of them how you doing? Mm-hmm. I I think they know how I'm doing. I am so glad that we were able to join in our prayer uh, group with you all this morning. And hear my sister, God bless you, sister. So glad to hear you finally hear you speak and um and I've been praying for you, and thank God for that word. Um, and I do know we have another one of your, your, uh, I guess you consider classmates or nation mates on the on the on with us this morning. Sister Karen, are you available?
7: I am. Oh my God, Elder Pamela. I will tell you, Evangelist Karen, I just love you. I love you. I love you, and I. Thank you for giving us that word. I've not heard this finishing anointing, and that was for me. Um, I'm, speak, I'm not going to speak for Pastor Booth, but I know what he's thinking. So that was for me. Um, I, I pray that my my fellow uh, line of Judah warriors had an opportunity to listen in, um, to be blessed by this word, by this food, Um, You already brought the buffet with all this word, and we're going to eat it. We're going to study it. We're going to read it. And just so grateful to be included this day in this Thanksgiving blessing. I'm thankful for you all. I'm thankful for both of you, y'all. This is my 5783 seven, the kept, the beloved, and the chosen. And so thank you for letting us be a part.
0: Amen. God bless you, Pastor Eric. Amen. All right, we're going to get off the line because i I't held you up all morning, and I appreciate, again, your time. You've been gracious to us, and uh, we are at that 745 mark. We don't stay at church this long on Sunday, so I appreciate you for holding out with Elder us. I dead Harry? grandmother will Elder Who called Eric, me?
6: If I may.
0: Yeah. This is Elder Tamma. Yeah.
6: Yes. I just want to say, I have a lot of friends and family on the line this morning. I invited them to come and, and share in the service with us this morning. And I just want to say to them, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for um, embracing um, the, the First Virtual Church family and my, my dear brother, Eric, um, Elder Eric, the Barrett out of Norfolk, Virginia. And um, I just want to say thank you to my family and friends that joined us this morning on the line. On the
0: um, thank you, Evan. I, I appreciate all of you for joining us. We're here every Sunday and Wednesday. And like I said, We this is a special service to all of you who we are out normally earlier than this, uh, unless I decide I want to talk too much. But, but uh, we're going to ask our dear grandmother to close us in prayer. Uh, we'll be here again on Sunday and Wednesday. Anybody who needs special prayer, uh, just say I. Everybody say uh,
1: aye.
0: All right. all right. I'm glad y'all are. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All, right. uh, all right. All right. Everybody. Uh, everybody. Everybody. Keep going. Aye. 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 All right. Aye. Right. Yes. My dear grandmother would pray over us as we get ready to go. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Oh,
4: to you too. Happy did Most holy and all wise, Father, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. And, oh, merciful Father, we just give you all the thanks for keeping us another year. We just thank you for health and strength, and most of all, knowing that you love us so much. You cares about us, and you make ways for us. And God, as we come this morning, we say, O oh God, instruct us, keep us, O oh God, as the apple of thine own eyes. Help us to always look to you from whence cometh our health and strength. Help us to always remember that it's all about you. It's not about what we see or what we think, but it's what you say. And, oh, God, we give you thanks. We praise you for every listening ear on here this morning. And, God, as we pray this morning, we ask you to minister to each one of us. You knows the desires of our hearts. You knows what we are going through. You knows everything, God. And we know that you are able to fix everything, God. And we say thank you. We just thank you this morning. We praise you. We love you, God. And we just magnify your name. (laughs) Let us magnify your name, God, because of who you are. And because, God, that we can do what you have asked us to do. Help us to take heed to our own self. Help us to see our own shortcomings. Help us to see our own faults, God, and help us to get right with you. We thank you this morning. We praise you. We love you. And we give your name, all the honor, all the honor, all the glory, all the praises, we give it all to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
4: amen. amen.
1: amen. Hallelujah.